Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Michelle Emerson. And Bridget Spackman, and we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. You're changing grade levels. Yeah, your heart probably just skipped a beat there for a second. (laughs) Changing grade levels can be a huge task, especially if you have been teaching the same grade level for a long time. In today's episode, we are going to break down this project because changing grade levels is a project into some more manageable tips. That way you can implement them. But first, let's hear a TSH from Janella. I've been teaching over 10 years, but still spend half of my summer in my classroom preparing for the next year and changing things I don't like about my room. I finally made it feel the way I like it. Found out I'm moving to kindergarten from second grade and now feel like I'm going to need to do redo everything. I am also a new mom and do not want to spend my entire summer in the classroom so I can soak up time with my baby. Any tips would be greatly appreciated. I am huge, a huge fan and listen to your podcast every Friday while I grade papers. Oh, that's so sweet. So obviously this entire episode is going to be helpful for you. That's why we picked this DSH. But we're going to summarize it, keep as much the same as possible, rely on your teammates, and remember that not everything is a priority. (laughs) Ooh, that is like so perfectly said, Michelle. Um, The only other thing that I probably would add to that is that you do not have to have your room ready for the year. Um, This can be something that just kind of grows with you versus feeling as though you need to have it done ASAP, which I know is the feeling that so many of us kind of want to have at the beginning of the year. So don't feel pressured to have it Pinterest ready and just be okay with allowing your students to help you navigate what this classroom and what the routines are going to look like for this upcoming year. Yep. So both Bridget and I have changed grade levels while teaching. So we know how overwhelming and sometimes downright scary (laughs) it can feel. So we wanted to dedicate an entire episode to it. We are going to be sharing some tips that hopefully you can apply to your situation to make it a little bit easier and also a little bit less scary. Yeah. Now, obviously, every situation is just a little bit different. You may want to change grade levels. You may dread changing grade levels. And then you may be moving from one to two, uh, moving only like one to two grades, or you may be jumping like multiple grades all at once. So everything is a little bit different, but we hope that these tips will help you kind of ease your pain regardless of your situation. So we're going to jump right into it because time is of the essence. (laughs) Tip number one is to shift your perspective. So again, as Bridget mentioned, this may be like a welcome change. You may be looking forward to the new experiences, but it also could be a dreaded change. Mm -hmm. Regardless, this is most likely a situation out of your control. A lot of times teachers are just kind of told like, hey, you're going to this grade level. Since it is out of your control, it isn't worth stressing over or even just worrying about because that stress and that worry isn't going to change anything. So choose to view it as a positive instead of a negative. And that can be difficult. You just have to constantly like reframe your mindset. So a few quick tips. Number one, ask yourself what good will come out of this experience. So for example, it might get you out of a rut. It gives you a fresh start. You get to gain more experience as a teacher. It's going to help build your resume. You're going to grow as a teacher. You can make new relationships, etc. Second tip is to write down or display quotes that resonate with you. 
This could be like on your desk, on your phone background, on your mirror, whatever. So for example, choose your hard or allow yourself to grow. I really love the phrase like choose your hard because at the end of the day, we always think like, oh, there's an easier option, but everything is hard. You just got to pick which one you'd prefer. Yeah, that's a great one. (laughs) And then finally, flip the switch. So whenever you find yourself thinking negatively, which will happen, you have to call yourself out on it, you know, give yourself some tough love and you have to reframe it with something positive. So for example, if you're thinking, oh, like I had everything ready to go for the beginning of the school year and now I have to create all new lessons, reframe that as this is a great opportunity to find some new and exciting activities or how can I adapt what I already have and make it work? So again, strategy number one is just to shift your perspective. Strategy number two is going to be to purge and organize. Take this time to purge and organize all the things that you have inside of your classroom. You might want to keep certain things just in case. You never know. I feel like that is definitely me all the way. Or you may end up needing these things um, in your new classroom. So this is a great time and a great way to just kind of leave you feeling refreshed and organized to be able to start a new year. So here are some tips for this. Number one is focus on an area of your room at a time. So one area. Back in episode 125, top tips for packing up your room. This episode has a lot of great advice that might be helpful when it comes to trying to determine how you're going to pack and some of the most effective ways to do this. The second tip we have for you is to try and resist the need to take everything with you. If everything is important, then nothing is important. That is such a great rule of thumb. So that way you don't feel as though you're kind of carrying all of this baggage with you. If you didn't use it within the past year, The recommendation is to just get rid of it. And if you have the option to create it and make it digitally, make it a digital item, save it for a rainy day, and then throw away the paper item. And that kind of goes into that last tip. Going digital when possible. Scan items, use Google Drive. This is really going to limit that anxiety of moving and purging items because you can always reference them later on when needed. Love it. Okay. Moving on to tip number three, rely on your teammates. (laughs) Especially if you are a veteran teacher, you may feel like you can't ask for help or that you need to already somehow magically know everything about that new grade level because you've been teaching for 10 years. You are not expected to be perfect. New is new to anyone. Regardless of how long you've been teaching, if you're in a new grade level, it's almost like being a new teacher all over again. You obviously have some of the foundation in place, but when it comes to the curriculum and the standards, it's new to you. So trust us, you are putting more pressure on yourself than anyone is on you. Like they're not expecting you to be perfect. They know that you're new to it. So be willing to embrace that and kind of become a new teacher again ask questions, ask for help, be willing to make mistakes, and use your team teachers to get through this. Ask them the questions. Ask them for help when you need it. Ask them for advice when you make mistakes because you will because we're human and we're not perfect. Yes. So three tips to help guide you through this process. Number one, have a list of questions ready before you meet with your new team teachers for the first time. So for example, how does your team typically handle behavior problems or what activities do they typically do at the beginning of the year? Tip number two, if you have multiple teammates, 
try to form like a really close bond with one specifically who can kind of be your go-to. So when I switched to fourth grade, I bonded really closely with the other teacher that taught math because we were spending more time together trying to plan math. And she was my go-to not only for math related questions, but just for like team related questions in general. So rather than obviously you want to form relationships with all of them, but try to form a really close bond with one teacher who you can feel comfortable with when it comes to questions and advice. And then finally, tip number three, voice your ideas and opinions, but ultimately be flexible and don't try to change too much. So you have to find that middle ground. You don't want to sit there during collaborative planning like a lump on a pickle. That's my favorite phrase, by the way. It is definitely (laughs) her favorite phrase. I would say it to my kids all the time. Like if we were working on assignments and they were just sitting there, I'm like, don't sit there like a lump on a pickle. And it would make them laugh. Oh my gosh. So that can be frustrating to your team because they're like, well, why are you not like helping? (laughs) But you also don't want to come into a new team and try to take over and like change too much because chances are they already have their systems in place. So find the middle of the road, make suggestions, but be okay if they got shot down, right? Like at least you tried, you offered ideas. It's okay. Not everything has to be done your way. You can kind of embrace that, that new fresh start. Yeah, definitely. So the next one that we have for you is number four, and that is to be proactive. Now, you will have a lot to learn (laughs) as you kind of go along this kind of new experience, but there are certain things that you can do ahead of time just to make your life a little bit easier. So again, you have to talk to your teammates and beg, borrow, and steal. And so we have some tips for you for this one. Yeah, Bridget and I are kind of tag teaming this one. I don't know if y'all noticed, but originally we were each kind of taking our own. And then this one, we were like, but we both have things to add. So I'm going to start with the first tip, which is to keep as much the same as possible. Try to reuse anything you had created for the previous grade level, if possible. So for example, I used to always do this activity called Saving Fred for the beginning of the year. I did it with my second graders and I was able to still do it with my fourth graders. Basically, you give them a paper clip and this little plastic cup and Fred is a gummy worm and you have to get a gummy lifesaver around his belly without letting him fall into the water, which is like without letting him touch the desk. And it's a really fun like team building activity. So this is not the time to create like a new room theme or completely change your classroom management style. For that first year in the new grade level, just keep as much the same as possible. Yeah, that is a def- that's definitely a really, really good tip. Um, the second one that we have for you, tip number two, is get resources to make your life easier easier. So this might be pre-made units on TBT or resources that your team teachers have. I know for me, when I first went from kindergarten into fourth grade and I was teaching reading and writing, I had no idea what it was supposed to look like. I didn't have any resources from the district to help me. So I went to Teachers Pay Teachers and I bought a writing unit and I stuck to that writing unit for like the first half of the year. And then I started feeling comfortable to be able to make things my own. So don't try and reinvent the wheel at this stage. Use what is already done and be able to get more comfortable. And then you can just start kind of making those changes as you go along. Um, Now, if you are kind of getting resources from TPT, you can just just 
try to buy from the same sellers if possible. So if that seller like has multiple grade levels and they're like a really great resource for like STEM activities, try to stick to that seller if you can, just because then you already are experienced with them. You know what the lessons look like, how it's supposed to go. So you're not trying to do everything new. Yep. Totally agree. The last tip is don't work too far ahead. (laughs) You're going to learn and grow as a teacher a lot in a very short period of time. You don't want to prep, for example, winter activities at the beginning of the year because you're going to learn a lot more about teaching that grade level in the months in between. And then you may look at what you prepped and you're like, I don't even want to use that anymore. And that's a waste of your time. So break the year into small chunks of time. So for example, start with just the beginning of the year. Like what resources do you need for the first like couple weeks? Then focus on your first unit or your first like six weeks of instruction and take it in these little chunks at a time. It's almost like, okay, I'm going back to this chicken analogy. Do you remember our whole cutting up the chicken? Gosh, I loved the cutting of the chicken. How many of y'all actually miss the chicken analogy? Well, it doesn't matter because I'm bringing it back. So if you have a chicken breast, right, when you cut off pieces of that chicken breast, don't you like slice it and then you cut that slice into like little bites, yeah. right? So yeah. I feel like if your whole year is the chicken breast, it's like cut off a slice, right? So that could be like a, a whole unit or something or like six weeks of time, a marking period, whatever. Then you're going to cut it into smaller chunks. So then you might take it week by week or whatever. But I feel like that fits. I'm just saying. I don't know. I, in some ways, I'm really embarrassed that I came up with that chicken analogy a long time ago. No, I, I love it. And I'm very hungry right now. In fact, in the I last so episode, hungry. I was like, please tell me no one can hear my stomach growling. So I think that's why that came to mind. Yeah, no, I am so hungry right now. All right. Number five for you guys. This is the last one. And it is to accept imperfection. Everyone say it with me. Ready? Here we go. Accept imperfection. imperfection. (laughs) Awesome. Good job. I'm so proud of you. Try and refrain from having the need to be absolutely perfect and ready for the new school year. The reality is, is that yes, you may be a veteran teacher, but a new grade level means some new changes. This is a time to grow slowly and be okay with needing to make adjustments. The last thing you want is to be able to spend like an endless amount of time just working on things and getting things ready. And then all of that work ends up kind of going to waste because you're going to have to make changes because it just didn't work out in the very end. So here is some tips for you. Tip number one is that you do not have to have everything ready for the school year. To limit the feeling of it kind of feeling empty in your classroom, you can have like work coming soon posted. Um, You can have bins that are empty. You can have things that are not labeled and you could just label it as you go. By the way, I wouldn't create like the little labels on your on your computer, like try to find like a Dymo label printer, something that's very easy and quick that you could just do right then and there versus feeling like, oh, now I have to go and print and I'm going to waste a bunch of Avery labels. Oh, I dry. I hate that. Oh yeah. Or just use sticky notes, right? Like if you're like, okay, these are my pens, write pens on a sticky note and stick it on there and you can make the fancy labels some other time. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so another thing is another tip that we have for you is the goal is not to fill your room immediately, but allow for space, um, to be able to add some of those changes and allow it to grow as you kind of start on with this new journey. 
All right, I'm gonna recap those five tips. Tip number one is to shift your perspective. So that's all about viewing it as a positive experience rather than dwelling on the negatives. Tip number two is to purge and organize. So get rid of as much as you can, go digital, Trust us, it will save you. Tip number three is to rely on teammates. So be okay asking for questions and just using what your teammates already have and then you can make it your own later. Tip number four is to be proactive. So this one was all about keeping as much the same as possible and then getting ready to go stuff that you can just kind of whip out, but don't work too far ahead because you're going to change a lot in a short period of time. And then finally, tip number five was to accept imperfection. So you don't have to have everything ready to go. It's okay to be a little loosey-goosey and just figure it out as the year goes on. All right. Can I just point out to all of you listening that I have now closed the episodes. This is the fourth time every single day this month or every single episode this month. Do you want me to do the live event part? Huh? Do you want me to I do mean, the live event? I'll, I'll do the live event part. Yeah. Okay. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in case you have missed it in our last several episodes, Bridget and I are going to be in the flesh together and you can come see us and you can hear us talk about all of our favorite things, AKA time management, organization, and productivity at our live event. So this live event is Top Teacher PD. It is a one-day workshop focused on building the skills and strategies related to time management, organization, and productivity. So you can go into this next school year feeling less stressed and ready to establish that work-life balance. It is taking place on July 25th in York, Pennsylvania. It is at the Terrace at Heritage Hills Resort. And like we said, it's just a one-day event. So just come see us for the day. We would love to have you. We have general admission tickets that are still available. So you can head over to our website at teachingonthedouble.com slash store if you're just ready to dive in and purchase your ticket. Or if you want a little bit more information, you can head over to teachingonthedouble.com slash live event. And you can get all of the details. We have a event guide that you can download for free. And then you can buy a ticket from there. <laughs> you did such a great job. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. And while you're on our website purchasing a general admission ticket, because you're so excited to meet us, be sure to leave us your TSH. We want to know what is sucking up all of your time right now. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you can get notified the next time we drop a new episode, which is on Thursday mornings. And we would love it for if you would leave a review over on iTunes. It really does help us get into the ears of so many other teachers. And we just like hearing your comments. We like to hear from you guys. It would be fun. So until next time, be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.